Hey everybody, Dave Shrine here, and welcome to a very special edition of the Church Marketing Podcast. October 13th and 14th is the next date of the certification lab put on through the Center for Church Communications. It's a great opportunity for church communicators to come and learn more about how they can excel at their jobs and how they can bring value to the churches that they serve. Jenny Rain is a past participant, and as we were putting together the event, it seemed like a great idea to bring in somebody who has participated participated in the past to kind of share from their experience. What was the certification lab like? What did they learn? Uh, What type of issues did they walk into the room with? What type of questions uh, did other people walk into the room with? And what kind of answers did they all walk out of the room with together? So Jenny and I just sat down and talked for about 30 minutes. It's a really great conversation. She is the communication director out at National Community Church in Washington, D.C. And she's just got really, really practical feedback feedback, not only on just church communications in general, but also the certification lab. So if you'd like to sign up, you can go ahead and visit cfcclabs.org slash certification, and there you'll find pricing information, registration details, along with all sorts of travel and event details as well. If you have any questions, always feel free to email me, dave at daveshrine.com. And uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and just let Jenny take it over. I hope you enjoy this and we hope to see you at the certification lab this October 13th and 14th. Guys, the certification lab is right around the corner. And for the first time ever, we are going to be hosting the certification lab on the West Coast. And that's where I'm at. My name is Dave Shrine. I'm the host of the Church Marketing Podcast. And today I have one of our, I don't know if we call them graduates or just all around good people, (laughs) but we've got uh, Jenny Rain who attended one of the previous certification labs. And so I just reached out to Jenny on Twitter. We've been um, you know, kind of tweeting back and forth for the better part of a year. And I said, Jenny, would you just talk to me about Certification Lab and kind of how how it's helped and, you know, what to expect? Because I've never been. And this will be my first one on the West Coast. So I'm excited. So Jenny, thanks so much. Appreciate it. And looking forward to hearing what your experience was like. Yeah, absolutely. Really glad to be here and to, to share. It was a fantastic experience for me overall. So very um, good. Yeah, I, li- I wanted to go to the first one or I guess it was June because I started Mm -hmm. this job in last October. So I wanted to go to the June one. I couldn't make it work. And so I ended up going to the one last year after I'd been in this job for a while. And I'm so glad that I did because for me, there were questions that I had before I started and questions that I had once I'd already started in the comms director role. And the, the questions that I had after I'd started were so much better than, you know, I I just got, way better responses and, you know, and, and help. Well, you knew having, a little bit more of what to ask, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Like I didn't even know the questions to ask before I started. So, so let me ask you where, where are you at right now? And what are you doing? What is, what is a day in the professional life of Jenny rain look like right now? <laughs> <laughs> right now it's a little crazy cause it's fall and we're in the church, you know, the church world, but I am a, the comms director at national community church and we are an urban location, so we're in D.C. We've mm-hmm. got seven different locations. One of our locations is about 44 miles outside of the city, so it's more very rural. Um, so there's always, you know, between the urban and the suburban, there's always something different going on that mm-hmm. hits marketing and communications and promotions. Um, my background is actually in corporate training, and which has a huge communications piece to it um, because... 
whenever I created a training program, I would have to create the marketing to get mm-hmm. people into the training program. So sure. I, I've always just very naturally been, you know, a, a part of kind of the whole communications and, and marketing world. And it, it's fun. Um, a day in my life. Wow. Yeah, it depends on what season. Like the yeah. summertime, a day in my life was way more chill than like the fall day in my life right <laughs> now. Um, I spent the summer just really working on protocols and standards and processes to try and get us ready as an organization to really jump the curve to kind of the next space that, that God has for us mm-hmm. um, as a church. The fall has been a lot of promotions, fall groups, um, and so everything that surrounds that, you know, from print to digital to, you know, any kind of of uh, resource that we can use to social, you know, to get the word out. So yeah. one day I may be working on a bulletin. The next day I may be working on social. The next day I may be, you know, connecting with our media team to brainstorm, you know, and, and learn from them on creative yeah. ideas. So... So what does your team look like right now? Is it just you or you have a, a small team that you work with? Are you pulling in volunteers? What does that look like? Yeah, so it's they hired me, just me. And then we, I have um, social media is under my purview. And so I've kind of borrowed some resources from our media team um, and from our worship team mm-hmm. to really manage the social media side of mm-hmm. it. Um, but it's pretty much just me. And then I have some you know, volunteer ed- editors that I work with and um, people who have a marketing background that are willing to look at you know, look at things. Um, our design team and our media and production team is run by our digital pastor Matt, and so and I sit in the the same space as them, and so we interact regularly. And you know, they do a lot of design work for me. We have we just hired a fantastic graphic designer, so we're all like so excited that he's here and um so i work really closely with them um they are yeah i don't know what i would do without those guys (laughs) they're fantastic but for the most part it's me like making the communication strategy happen so so okay so with you kind of working solo in the actual communications area but then having to interface with a completely different team and i mean you know for you what they do plays a huge part in what you do, but for them, what working with you is kind of one piece of what they're charged with. I mean, they're charged with creating for the entire organization. So I would imagine there are some some challenges that were there. Tell me, what are yeah. some of those challenges that exist in, in um, you know, you've got your big world here because mm-hmm. it's just you, but then they've got their huge world and you're one piece of that. What are some of yeah. the challenges that exist there? Yeah, I think... Um probably the the biggest encouragement to me is that we all because we all sit in the same space like just even by walk by traffic I'll mm. hear stuff and um they're just they're they're great guys and so they'll keep me in the loop and they there's an awareness of my presence so that they when they when they start thinking design they're like oh there's a messaging component to this there's yeah. a, which means communications yeah. um the challenge is for I think for our, us organizationally is you know, we are very much an entrepreneurial organization, um, very pioneering in what we do. And mm-hmm. a lot of times when you're a part of an organization like that, you run, when your boot's on the ground, you are running fast. <laughs> yeah. And so I have to, like, I'm constantly saying to people, like, okay, time out. We're two weeks out from the event. You guys haven't looked, you know, you need to look up and realize, 
okay, if we want people there, we have to promote it. Yeah. And so, um, so that's been kind of my refrain this, this year over and over of like, okay, there's the, there's the design piece and there's the promotion strategy and the messaging piece. And, you know, you like just thinking of a weekend service, weekend service, you've got the, the creative, the teaching elements of it. Then you've got the media. So the, the design piece of it, then you've got the promotional piece of it. And then you have the implementation piece. Mm-hmm. So just making sure that people see kind of that whole life cycle of what it takes to, you know, pull off an event or do a small group or have a weekend service, um, I think has been probably the biggest piece that I've, I've done. Because honestly, until this year, like communications was split out into every department. So oh. every department had their own person that was responsible for promoting small groups, events and all of that. Okay. Um, not it was a functional position it wasn't an actual like named position and so now that i'm here um you know i've just started after gosh almost a full 12 months for people to realize like okay i'm gonna do this thing or have this event and so i need to contact jenny as well as contact matt's team which is the the digital team uh, digital and uh design team to to make sure that we're thinking of of all of the different things. So, but we're getting there. Like I have, I've had, um, what I'm finding is that when you get, when you are really thoughtful about promotion strategies and you get people in a room and kind of discuss like, okay, who are we trying to reach and what's the best way to, to get the information to them, the right, you come up with better strategies to promote, which gets the right people to the event, which gets the result that you're looking for. Hmm. So, a lot of my work has just been like, like y'all just schedule a meeting with me. Like if that's coming up, schedule a meeting, let's brainstorm. So, but it's working slowly. That's great. So, I mean, you came in not taking over something um, that had been going, but you came in really having to create and not yeah. just create, but I mean, as we all know, like inside of a church, when you're charged to change the way mm-hmm. things have gone, you're not talking about creating new systems. You're really talking about creating culture and out of that culture shift, new systems formed. Bingo. Um, that's, that's quite a task. Um, so, so we talk about the challenges and everything. What are some of the things you're really excited about right now? You know, you said this summer, eh, I was pretty chill working on forms <laughs> and processes, procedures. What are you excited about right now? What kind of things are you working on that, uh, that yeah. you're just giddy over? So, um, honestly getting like, standardizing some of our communications and messaging, like I am so excited to see that drop because once that's there, it's going to be a resource for our entire church, mm-hmm. our ministry leaders. And, and we've really needed that. That's yeah. been a huge hole. Um, I think some of the promotional meetings that I've had lately where we've really been able to like identify, okay, what's the target audience that we're going after and is putting a bulletin blurb or a website is like, are those going to be the best ways to reach people? And then seeing the creative ideas that like float to the top that are awesome. Um, that's been really fun for me. Cause you know, it's just, it's one of those when you get three people together and four people together mm-hmm. and you're, you know, you, you enter a meeting with, and you pray about it. Like God just kind of shows up with a better idea than you could have ever thought of. And so that's just, that's exciting to see. Um, we started, we worked on what I call the the MVV, which is the Mission Vision Values, mm-hmm. um, and we started that in January. And so we came again because we're pioneering in an entrepreneurial church. We oh. wanted language that wasn't like every other organization out there. So mm-hmm. whereas we don't 
have, we don't have a mission, we have a manifesto. Mm-hmm. We don't have a vision, we have, we dream of a day when. Um, and our core values are rolled into the manifesto. So, um, and but we do have three core convictions that are just like foundational principles mm-hmm. with which we we do church. Like the church belongs in the middle of the marketplace. The church should be the most creative place on the planet. Like those are some of our core convictions that like drive everything that we do. So the first part of the year was spent just really identifying that language and starting to proliferate it on the websites and and just across a variety of means. And then the second part of the year, we're starting to do some, like, digital assets with that. So, like, um, kinetic typography and some, like, with some voiceovers that's super cool, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so hopefully those will launch uh, by, like, you know, I was hoping September, but we're probably closer to, like, you know, September means November in the church world. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, and just. I think, you know, looking up and, re- like, having people realize, oh, we've got a communications director, and, like, she wants to help us succeed, like, yeah. that's been really fun. You know, that is it- huge. Isn't that a, diff- a big paradigm shift? Because I feel a lot of communication directors, they feel like they get tons of pushback from people, and the people that they feel like they're getting pushback from feel like, oh, the communications director is just pushing back on my ideas. They don't want right. to take any of my ideas. So it's one of these... I don't know how to illustrate with my hands, like push back because it's like pushing yeah. forward. But, but this idea of like we're just at odds against one another when yeah. you switch that conversation to say, no, my communications director wants me to succeed. That's why she's asking those questions. Yeah, um, yeah. and that's and that's been you know, and I just had you know, I had a conversation about that yesterday, and I think so much of it is um, realizing that like I don't I don't want to take a piece of your cake like. I want to bring the sprinkles on top and yeah. make more people see it. Um, and so I always start any of those meetings with like, what are your goals? And let me retrofit what I do into helping you reach those goals. Mm-hmm. So like, um, I have adaptability in my strengths finders profile. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you tell me where you're going and I'll figure out a way to come nice. alongside of you. And, and I think that's made a huge, a huge difference because nice. I haven't gotten kind of regimented into like, this is the only way we can do it. Like there's some standards that I've set, you know, um, I'm, I don't allow more than like one insert on the weekends Mm -hmm. if I even allow that, you know? (laughs) So, I mean, just because I'm, I want to be strategic about our overall communication so that we're not like bombarding people with Mm -hmm. information. Um, but yeah, but overall, and people, I think people know about me, like if it's a good idea and you have the ability to like run with it, like I'm not going to say no. You know, because I believe that, you know, creative ideas are the lifeblood of how we, you know, grow as as a church. And so I don't want to stomp on creativity. And so I think I've only said no to like a couple things in the last, you know, I put standards in place, but I've only said no, like, no, we can't do that idea a couple times this year. So well, your staff must really love working with you. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully I want. Yeah, because I like to. You know, I might tweak. I might yeah, say, okay, absolutely. let's look at that modified. But but bottom line is, is they came up with great ideas. Yeah. So better ideas than I can. That's so I'm fantastic. Like, Go make it happen. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, see, okay, what I love about being able to talk with people like you, be able to talk with people, um, you know, like, like some of the presenters, um, you know, Phil Bowdell and Jerry True and Kelly Hartnett, um, is – I just soak up everything that you guys are saying. Now, I'm getting ready to start um, work with a a smaller church 
uh, out here in Arizona, I'm going to be doing um, part-time um, – I'm not working there as an employee. I'm working there as a contractor, but they're treating me as staff. They say, we want you to come in. We don't know how to do communications. We want you to come in and educate us. And so it'd be oh, easier. It'd be easy for me to walk in and be like, okay, I've got all the answers, right? But every, every organization's different, and every season within that organization presents unique challenges. So here you are creating something new, yet there's the reality that you don't know anything. So you walk into the certification lab with those presenters there who don't have all the answers, by the way, but there's just this element of experience and being seasoned, humility, leadership that you can kind of sit and soak up. So here I'm soaking up from you. I'm listening what you're telling me here. You walked into that room with those um, instructors. You know, what was that like? What, what type of things came into the room um, on that first meeting day? What did that look like for you? Yeah, so I think I had been excited to, um, I mean, like, they were kind of all my communications heroes. Like, before yeah. I even started in um, in communications, you know, as a title, mm-hmm. I followed all of them on Twitter. And, like, for months, I would just look at, okay, what are they doing? Yeah. What are the churches doing? Um, and just learned so much from that. And I, and I still, like, during the, um, during Crosspoint, Stephen Brewster's Crosspoint Easter campaign, like, I was devouring their yeah. Instagram posts because I'm like, this campaign is fantastic. Yeah. So, you know, I walked in the room and all my all the people that I had been following and learning from for the last, you know, several months were, were in front of me and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I'm going to be a sponge for the Dream next... Come you know, true. <laughs> I know. And it was hilarious because I sat down and, you know, I, I, when I go to conferences, I tend to like live tweet because it, I'm a kinesthetic learner, so it helps me remember yes. like what I'm... So I immediately start like tweeting and everything and Kelly t- Hartnett tweets back at me. She's like, girl, what are you doing here? Like <laughs> you're a communications director at like a big church. And I'm like, oh, I have so much to learn, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I realized sometimes you, you think, you know, a job, but there's just holes in your knowledge mm-hmm. and you don't realize that yes. like Swiss cheese, the, yes. you know, until you get those holes plugged, it's, you can't be as effective as it yes. could be. And I think I had, there were a lot more questions that I had internally than I realized that I did. And, and, and the, the conference really fleshed that out. The, wow. um, yeah, like things even, you know, we had a whole discussion on microbrands and, um, so we were able to go back and forth, um, through a series of questions and there was there was a difference of opinion on the panel of should we do microbrands should we not do microbrands. Wow! But what came out of it is as they looked at the microbrands within the context of where National Community Church is, it helped me then make the decision that okay, we as a church are going in the right direction with this, even though it may not be the industry standard. And so, yeah. just tons of discussions like that happened where. I walked away with a confidence that I didn't have when I walked in the room, mm, you know. Yeah. So that for me, I mean, I think when you're when you're first year as a communications director, you are like second guessing yourself all the time. Yes. Even if you've got 20 years of experience. Yeah. And what the conference really helped me to see, the the sort lab really helped me to see is that um the questions that I was having were normal for a first year mm. that um there were way more holes in my knowledge that the experts were able to speak into and that we were able to learn together on. Um, and so I just walked away very, 
very encouraged and have kind of hit the ground running with a new confidence since since being back. So That's awesome. So like I said, I haven't been to a CERT lab yet, but what you just talked about there, um, I had a very similar experience and it was a very similar environment as the CERT lab in terms of you know, just some really great thinkers, really great um, leaders and practitioners being in one room together, right? So I went to this uh, this roundtable gathering with, you know, just some great church communicators. I was like, I can't believe I'm in the same room as these right? guys. Like, um, I hope I don't look stupid. Like, that's what yeah. I was thinking to myself. I was like, I don't want to say something dumb to where they won't want to follow me on Twitter because I want to engage with them. I want to be able to direct message them. And so yeah. I'm in the room and... It's just two days just soaking up, you know, for me, my experience, just soaking up what it was um, that the subject of conversation was. And it was just kind of like, what are the what are the unique challenges to a church communication director? And I walked out of that. I came back to my church and people were asking, you know, how was it? What did you learn? And I really boiled it down to three things. And I want to know, I mean, maybe maybe this will articulate a little bit about what you felt. I felt confirmed in the things that I was doing right. When yep. I heard them say something and I was like, wow. I'm doing that. Like, okay, I'm not as far off as I thought I was. Yeah. So they confirmed what I was doing right. Then on the very next breath, it was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've been doing it the wrong way. Here they are all <laughs> condemning you know, this particular model of doing something. And I'm sitting in the room like, I'm not going to say anything because I've been doing that the last six months. So it was, it was challenging in that um, – or it was humbling in that, you know, I don't have all the answers. I can't think of it all on my own. And then there were these challenges in that they were talking about things that I wanted to put in place, things that I had contemplated, didn't quite know how to approach, didn't quite know what resources I need, but then all of a sudden they lay it out in such a clear way, um, kind of like you say, filling the the holes in that Swiss cheese slice. Um, And so I'm challenged in that, okay, now I've been confirmed in what I'm doing right. I've been humbled by what I'm doing wrong. And I've been challenged in the things that I really need to shift my attention to. And to me, as I hear you talking, um, I can relate to that because I I kind of feel like that's what I walked walked in and walked out of that room with. Yeah, definitely. The only thing I would add to that is that um, I think that the – some of the interaction and the the going back and forth, just especially on that microbranding conversation, like gave me the confidence to make a decision yeah. that was right for our yep. specific context, and um, and that was important because it, it that dis- decision has really set the trajectory on other things and has given us some freedom in some areas. Yeah. Even though NCC doesn't look like everybody else in that mm-hmm. area, it's providing us some freedom in the marketplace that we need because marketplace is such an important part of our ministry. So I think that that piece of it too, like was to be able to land on a decision and say, this is the, this is the strategy we're going to do going forward um, was, was huge because I think we waste a lot of times, a lot of time sometimes just waffling, like, should I do this? Should I do this? Should I do when we just need to make a decision, draw a line in the sand and move forward. And the conference or the cert lab definitely helped me do that. So, so what was the atmosphere like? So you brought your concerns. What were some of the overall themes and uh, tone of challenge that was that was coming into the room? Like, what did you get a sense that other people were bringing to uh, the cert lab? Yeah. So a lot of people were uh, they were the only communications director in the room. Um, some they were of, the only person on their team on, on their staff. team in the room. Great, yeah. Great. Sorry. So they had you know, they didn't have an entire staff team. Mm. So questions like, 
can should we outsource graphic design or do I find a you know do I find a volunteer um, how do I manage yeah. you know the portfolio of a communications director at any given time is ridiculously broad and so how do I manage all the things and the nuances of the job when there's just me yeah um, and that was common whether they were a church of 25 or a church of 25,000. And so wow. that was in that was encouraging to me to realize okay, I'm not the only one that yeah. struggles to like yeah. find that balance and um I think the other unique thing that that was consistent across the room is like the comms director wears a lot of hats mm-hmm. and hears a lot of things and I've heard so many communications directors say that exact same thing. Like one minute you'll be talking about a promotion strategy and then all of a sudden it goes into an HR issue. And so it's kind of like, okay, so do I redirect back to promotions or yeah. do I call my HR director? You know what I mean? And yeah. so because there, so much of communications is like meeting with people and strategizing mm-hmm. with people and so all this other stuff comes up. And so just really figuring out how to navigate that. Um, I think for for me... And, and I know for others on the team, something that was very encouraging was just learning about the promotions timeline from the different churches and okay. how far out the churches try and get on things like weekend planning and sermon planning and then the promotions that roll out from that and setting some of those standards and those guidelines and then really sticking, you know, knowing when to stick to them and knowing, mm-hmm. you know, in this case, we're going to kind of break our own rules. Yeah. That, that was a common theme, too, because I can't remember if it was Crosspoint or if it was, um, oh gosh, I don't remember which church it was, but they were like, yeah, we're planning for Christmas right now. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And it was like the middle of summer. I'm like, that's crazy. Like we won't get there until like the month before. (laughs) (laughs) So, but it, it, it was a personal challenge to me too, because, you know, now I'm connecting with our our creative team and and the, especially the leader of the creative mm-hmm. team and being like okay how far out can we get with mm-hmm. planning stuff you know because it just serves everybody better um you know when you can get farther out so so sure. that was helpful and that was a very common theme around the room sure so what did um what did uh time with the instructors look like when it came to table time or uh, I mean did did you get time with them or were they kind of removed from everybody else what did that look like they I mean they are just super available both uh, mm. digitally like online as well as kind of in real life and um, I think because I spent so many years training when a break happens I tend to like leave the instructors be if they've just been training so mm. that's just kind of my MO um, but I was able to like connect with connect with them online and I'm in um, Phil's cert lab smaller group and uh-huh. he's been amazing like he sent me some resources and have has been has answered questions but the, at, across the board they were people would go back to them and ask questions and just you know connect with them and they were super available and super encouraging and so yeah it was a really it was a fun it was just a fun environment very low key very like you know we learn from you, you learn from us. There's, yeah. They're all incredibly humble, as you said earlier, which makes collaboration so much easier because, you don't. there were, it was, what is it, Ken Meyer says, like, the no ego fly zone. It was definitely a no ego fly zone. Like, That's it, good. There just weren't a lot of egos in the room, and, I, and it just made it a very pleasant experience for me. So Well, and you know what? The thing that I like about that, too, because I've been in both types of room, right? Like, one where, whether it's, whether that speaker is trying to do that or not, it's just the way that it is. 
Um, and so you almost feel kind of hesitant to raise yeah. your hand because, um, golly, they're talking about things that are, you know, two miles down the road from where I'm at. And here I'm just making every little bit of traction. So you kind of don't want to derail the thing by, you know, pulling them all the way back. But then when you're in that room and leaders basically put themselves out there in a way of like, okay, here's where I'm succeeding. Here's where I'm failing. And then, you know, that's why it's great to have the panel because then someone can step in and be like, well, we're actually doing this one pretty good, and here's yeah. what's working for us. It makes it easier for you to kind of raise your hand and say, okay, here's what's going on in my church, and here's yeah. the issue that I'm having with my executive pastor or my mm-hmm. you know, senior pastor, or here's, here's the challenge that they gave to me to bring to you. Um, it makes it easier to ask those sorts of things. So I, I really, yeah. really appreciate that. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share with that person, um, you know, whether they're volunteering, doing communications, whether they're, um, you know, dynamic duo position where they're, you know, the pastor's assistant, but they're also charged with doing right. the communications or, you know, like you, a, a one woman crew doing communications or even a large team. If somebody is on the edge of that fence, kind of like, do I... Is this the one that I ask for the resources for to attend? Is this the one that I ask my leaders uh, to send me to? What would you say to them? I mean, is it? Do you have to be where you're at as far as accomplishment and experience in order to benefit from it? So the thing that I loved the most about the Cert Lab is it was accessible for all different levels, and there were people in there who were director level. There were people in there who were. Um, creative directors, mm. there were people in there who were admin assistants. Yeah. And um, so I, I, I really saw general applicability because you're talking about, I mean, communications is something that all of us have to do every yeah. day. Um, yeah. Strategic communications as a part of a role is a, there's more methodology mm-hmm. to it. And so I, I really believe it's accessible for all different levels. Um, I looked at a lot of different communications conferences. Um, and the one goal that I had was I didn't want to go to a, you know, a conference or a lab or a seminar for a day and then have that be like one window of time that I never came back to. I wanted to create relationships in the industry that could be ongoing so that when I got back to my office and I was like, okay, who's the designer that you use for your Easter campaign? Um, I could I could tweet them and I could get the response back. And I think from a networking, uh, community building perspective, like Cert Lab is like, they're fantastic because they create those intentional spaces to connect and to stay connected. And then they build in, you know, after the Cert Lab, you've got the couple meetings with your um, cohort Mm -hmm. that keep you connected. And so it makes it very easy afterwards. So you're getting them. You're getting your money's worth during the, you know, during the conference time, but then you're also getting an extended return on investment afterwards because of the relationships. So that's great. I love that. So when uh, when you when you attended, um, and I forget which month it was that you actually went, but when you attended yours, you started tweeting out like you were saying, yeah, doing the live tweet. And it was like, oh yeah, someone's in the room, <laughs> and so I started following you and following everything that. that you were saying, and I was loving it. I felt like. Um, I felt like, I mean, you did such a great job of capturing what was going on in that room and putting it out and like, I'm just eating it up and like, 
you know, you would tweet something out and I'd be like, I don't even know what that is. Jenny, what are you talking about here? And then you would kind of expand and like Kelly jumped in on the conversation and Jerry jumped in. And so it was like, even as somebody who wasn't able to go, I felt like I got the opportunity to be in that room. And so um, this time around, I'm going to be doing everything I can to you know, keep the ball rolling and start tweeting out things and whatnot. So, um, so I'm excited for people who are able to be there. It's going to be great to get to meet them and get to know them just like you got to meet and get to know other people uh, during your session. And then for people who aren't able to be there, um, just those, the live tweeting. And like you said, like I was able to interact with the instructors over the content of the cert lab, even though I wasn't even there. I mean, I just, I just think it speaks to the word that you said. They were available, and I yeah. loved it. I loved yeah. it absolutely. And it, and it's fun. Like, and I, and I feel like that's the way that you you do seminars or conferences mm-hmm. or labs nowadays because yeah. a lot of times that person who can't, you know, may not be able to make and attend has really valuable questions to yeah. add and. And what's what's interesting is when the person will ask them on you know over Twitter, and then they get asked in the class. You know what I yeah. mean? Get asked in the class because it was like, oh, that was a really good Twitter question. Like we need to talk about this in class. Yeah. And so you this whole like online and in real life, and it's it's pretty cool. So well, I'm glad well, you get to go. If you, you have any qu- if you have any questions that you want me to pose to them this time around, you just tweet it to me, and I'll <laughs> stick my hand up. I'll be like, hey guys, Jenny has a question. <laughs> They'll be like, no. <laughs> no. Her again? No, no. Jenny, you've been <laughs> fabulous. Thank you so much. I know that you're super busy and uh, taking time out to just, you know, share with the audience here, um, yeah. you know, what potential value the CERT Lab could have for them. I mean, it, it's just huge. We want people to attend um, who realize that they're at that place that just like you walk in and just soak it up like a sponge because really none of us have it figured out. Um, I don't have it figured out and I've got these people that I go out to when I've got a challenge. Um, You've got the CERT Lab people who are some of my people coincidentally already and um, and I, I just love the way that we scratch one another's back that way and the church serves one another. If somebody wants to connect with you and ask more about the CERT Lab and you know, maybe drill down a question. Um, yeah. Where where should I direct them to to contact you? Yeah, so they can reach me on Twitter at jennyrain.com. Or, sorry, at jennyrain. <laughs> sorry, um, or they can email me jenny j e n n y at theaterchurch.com. Either right. place they can reach me. So yeah. Great. Awesome. Jenny, you've been great. I'm excited to get this out in front of people. And uh, and uh, like I said, if you have any questions, just let me know. Tweet it into me and I'll push it live to the rest of cool. the group. All right. Thanks so much, Dave. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay.